Have you got a business that you want to get out there in a way that feels really good? Well, for the past seven years, I've worked with solopreneurs just like you to help them market and grow their businesses online in a way that suits them. So whether you're quirky, quiet, or quite overwhelmed by the thought of social media marketing, then this is the podcast for you. I'm your roller skating and mum of two host, Miranda Ivy, and if you've been waiting for uncomplicated ways to promote your business that suits your personality, then you're 100% in the right place. I can't wait for you to get your fabulous self out into the world. Let's do this. Hey there, it's Miranda here and welcome to episode one of the Real Fabulous Marketing Podcast. I kind of can't believe I'm even saying those words. I really thought that creating a podcast was something I wanted to do, but was something that would always be out of my reach because maybe I'm not the most organized person or maybe I just think that I'm going to run out of things to say. If you've ever thought about something that you want to be doing with yourself, whether it's in life or business, this episode is for you. It's how you can start to take some small steps towards your bigger goals and also to find the time that you probably think you don't have. I bought the microphone for this podcast to think that I was going to be a podcasting person uh, about two years ago. I then created the image in Canva for my, you know, little image that goes alongside the podcast. Can't think of what it's called right this second. And I started to tell people that, yeah, I'm going to create a podcast. Yeah, that's going to be me. And I thought, well, me talking about podcast and owning a microphone is me basically having a podcast. And the truth of the matter is, I kind of wish I'd started three years ago because then I'd be up to episode 153 by now and it wouldn't be such a thing in my life. It wouldn't be me going through the motions. I would have already done the motions. And you probably, this may sound a little bit familiar to you. So this podcast episode is going to be all about giving you the motivation towards. I bet you might've had the same thought as me when it came to starting this podcast. If only I had a full day with no children and a professional recording studio to record it. If only I actually completed that online course that I bought 18 months ago that's sitting in my inbox, then I'd be a fully qualified whatever it is. You might be a fully qualified energy healer or in my case, a fully qualified sales page creator. Or you might be thinking, oh, if only I had a whole day to work on my website and get it perfect. Actually, I think this is just my to-do list. But anyway, let's keep going. I've heard those excuses so many times and I've also done it to myself. Like I said, I think this is just me. Uh, I've written record podcast episode on my diary and calendar. And then I just simply averted my eyes when I turned the page to the next, <laughs> the next week thinking, ah, I'll make some time for it one day. 
Chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably have something that is moving from your to-do list on a regular basis, and it might be going towards your to-never-do list. Uh, Recording videos for your socials, anyone? Let's face it. Often we keep putting off the things that we know we need to do because we don't want to suck at them. We don't want people to know that we don't have our act together behind the scenes and so we don't even want to try. I am absolutely shitting myself recording this. I didn't even want to say episode one in case there's no more episodes and it sounds like I was starting a really big thing and then I never went any further with it. But I said it because I forced myself into it. And hey, you're listening to it now. So thanks for being here. I was always creating these excuses like I'm too busy. I don't have the time. I don't have the skills. I need to do all these other things before I'm ready. I don't like my voice. I don't like my face today. I need to go to the hairdresser. Even though I'm recording a podcast, no one can see me. I better look right. Seemed more pressing to do my client work or family work than actually focus on something that built my business, like putting my efforts into some more marketing, which actually at the end of the day is one of the best things you can do for your business. And it's great that you're here now to get some strategies so that you can start focusing on your marketing too. You might've heard this being called working in the business that's doing all the client work or following up on emails and that type of thing, rather than on the business, which is setting time aside to do the longer term strategies or to think about, well, where do I want this business to be in one year, five year, 10 years? Or it might be that you've heard it called being in the worker bee mindset rather than the CEO bee mindset. When my business was structured around Facebook ads management and client work and client retainer work, as it was for years, my excuse for not getting my own marketing done, like email marketing or posting regularly on socials or, hey, starting a podcast, was that, well, my clients are paying me. I need to get paid in order to pay my mortgage. So their business is more important than my business. I mean, what is that? Their business is more important than my business. It might be if you're someone who works in the health and wellness industry and you'd say, well, their health, my client's health is so much more important than my health that I'm going to burn myself out working for them. Now, I know we've all heard the saying like doctors make the worst patients, but Do we need to keep believing that? It's a bit like marketers saying, do as I say, not do as I do. Don't come look at my website. Or the reason why I haven't posted on social media in the past 16 months is I'm too busy. Now, if that's the case and you are very happy being too busy and you are totally stoked on the direction that your business is taking and you are raking in the big bucks like nobody's business, Keep going. It's clearly working for you. However, for those of you who are listening, who are either starting out or moving in a different direction or just wanting to add more online offers into your business, like online programs and courses, posting and being active on social media and email marketing is going to serve you so much better than you think it will. 
if you start doing it now than if you start doing it two weeks before you want to launch something into the world. It's really time to stop making other people more of a priority than you in your own business. It doesn't matter what you do or what you offer, whether it's services or online programs, it really is your role as the founder, CEO, the top tip top person at the top of the pile, whatever it is that you call yourself, you know what? I need to do this for me. I need to find the time to take control of my business and its direction and maybe start marketing it a little bit more than I have for me. Because if you don't, you'll only ever find yourself bumbling along, being reactive to what's going on right now. That feeling of like, oh, I've just got to get that next thing done, or oh, I'm just on the hamster wheel, and I don't really like the direction that my business is taking, but there's nothing in the world that I can do about it. Nuh-uh, you can do so much about it. Right now, it's Sunday afternoon. I've recorded this episode about three times already, but the sound's been kind of shit, so I didn't want to share it with you. Kicked my family out. I'm surrounded by pillows. I had to make the time. I had to say, you know what? This is a priority. Whether it's a conversation you need to have with yourself or with your loved ones around you, it's really time for you to go, if I want to do this next thing in my business, I need to cover out the time. And why do I bang on about time so much? Is because time equals time to be creative. Now, before you think, hey, hey, Miranda, like I'm a technical person, I'm a scientist, or I'm a psychologist, or I don't think I have any paints in the house, so I don't think I can be creative. Ah, uh-uh, ah, that's not what I mean. Time is time to be creative because it's allowing yourself some space. It's allowing yourself to take a few deep breaths, to breathe in to your business and to say, what do I really want to be doing? Where do I want to be focusing my time? But like I said, if you don't give yourself any time to be creative and to even think those thoughts, well, you're just never going to get anywhere, are you? You're never going to make that podcast because you just keep on turning the page in your diary because you never made any time last week. So when you do make that time, or even if it's while you're listening to this episode, maybe have a think about why you don't want to start those things that you want to be doing. Maybe think about why you don't want to create the time to market your business. Maybe it's even just carving out like half an hour versus five minutes to set out your posts for the week, that type of thing, or creating a bit of space in the calendar to email your list for the first time in six months. So you ask yourself, maybe it's, do you like being stuck? Do you like being where you are? Are you really happy with it? Is everything a-okay? Or maybe are you someone who likes feeling overwhelmed? Oh, I've never got any time. Gah, everything's so hard. Maybe you like feeling like that. It's part of who you are. It's part of your identity. Much like me with this podcast, I kind of liked identifying as someone who wanted to have a podcast, but never had the time for the podcast. When really it was just fear of actually talking into a microphone for some time that 
was holding me back. So maybe there's something that you're afraid of. Like you don't know who you'd be with a podcast or you don't know who you'd be if you actually had that time to write an email because you like being the person who doesn't have time when in actual fact you could be the person who had the time to write the email. My goodness, I have been banging on about email marketing in my email list for the past year or so now, uh, mainly because I set myself the goal of emailing every week, which was definitely not the case prior to the start of 2020. And as part of that, in one of my coaching groups, I challenged people to start email marketing more often. And I couldn't tell you how happy I was when someone sent me a screenshot and she'd timed herself of how long it actually took her to craft the email and send it out with some of my repurposing strategies that you're going to hear. And it was about eight minutes. So you might be someone who has bought an online program with the goal of doing that online program. Often when we're marketed to, when it comes to online programs, we're like, oh yes, I totally want to be that person that you're selling me the result, that net benefit of this online program, but you never actually get around to doing it. So you're not actually any further along the line. You're just a bit lighter in the pocket. Well, the digital pocket of online banking. You have that online program. It's sitting there in your inbox, gathering digital dust. And that information probably will help you in some way, shape or form in your business or in your personal life, but it's not going to help you if it's still sitting there in the inbox, much like my microphone with my children, just playing with it and recording random things into GarageBand, not doing me any favors, but it's going to sit there until you make the time and time to be creative. And that may just be time to do your online program. That might be the start of you being creative. You really do need to prioritize you and where your business is going. And you need to realize that everybody sucks to begin with. I like to surf. I live in Northern New South Wales. Now, I have been surfing for about 10 years or so. And to be honest, people make it look really easy where I live. They make it look like, oh, I just wandered out and oh, my feet have found the board and oh my goodness, look at me go. But that is not the case. If you've ever done a surfing lesson or tried it yourself, you will understand just how hard surfing really is, particularly if you're someone who didn't grow up at the beach and on the water all the time like I did. But what I decided was that after many years of getting frustrated, yelling at my partner, feeling deflated, not wanting to go surfing, was that I just needed to make time for it. I needed to learn how to read the conditions and to check the weather the night before so that I was going to make time the next day to go surfing. The other really cool thing about surfing that I learned after having kids is it's really good time where you can't hear them scream when you're in the ocean. It's quite hard to see, hear them. I remember seeing my dad pacing up and down the beach when I was in the water. He was holding my daughter in his arms. I could tell she was screaming, but to be honest, I'm out there. I'm in beautiful nature. It's my time. And that's why I could now say that 
I'm a lot better than I was because I made the time to get out. But I had to also make it fun. I had to realize I'm not going to be that great. So how can I start small and bite off some small chunks of surfing that weren't fueled by my ego, weren't fueled by me getting deflated and getting dumped and all of those things. And I just started to go out with friends and just say, if I catch one wave, I'm going to be happy. If I have a good time, if I just take a really deep breath while I'm out here and appreciate being out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with sometimes whales breaching and sometimes dolphins swimming nearby, that is a good day. But I had to make time for it and I had to start to suck to begin with. So let's remember, (laughs) so let's take it back to me and this podcast that I really wanted to start, that I could never get around to start, never gave myself the time to do it, never gave myself the time to be creative and to be really terrible and to stumble over my words, even though I really wanted the end result of having a podcast. So I had to look at why I really wanted the podcast. What's in it for me? And how could I start to make the journey of recording this podcast a little bit more fun, a little bit more enjoyable? So it becomes part of the story of starting to make this podcast and being really terrible at it in the beginning. And if you're really struggling to take the first steps, maybe there's something that has been something you've been putting off for a little while. Do this to yourself. Ask yourself these questions. What is it that you want to do? Write that down. And what is the ultimate result of what you're doing? And what do you think could be an unexpected benefit of doing that thing that you didn't know you would ever make time for in order to do it? So say surfing, what do I want to do? I want to surf. What is the ultimate result of doing it? Well, it's fitness and being out in nature and being good at surfing. So other people on the beach know that I'm good at surfing, clearly. But the unexpected benefit that I didn't know until I started actually making the time was, like I said, being out in nature, being out on some crispy, clear mornings with the sunrise coming up and there's dolphins and whales and oh my goodness, it's so amazing. But the same with my podcast. What do I want to do? Make a podcast. What's the ultimate result? Reaching more people, being able to connect with more people to get out of this little world that I'm currently in with my socials and my marketing and to reach new places and find new ears and share my thoughts and express myself. (laughs) The unexpected benefits of the podcast? Not quite sure yet, but I have learned a fair bit about audio so far. So time will tell what unexpected benefits will come out of this podcast. Let's have a look about the time thing. As a mum, I have to admit, my time management skills have gotten pretty good over the past couple of years. If I have been able to drop my kids at daycare, have a surf and be sitting at my desk by about quarter past nine, I think I'm pretty good at time management. So I want you to realize that there probably are some pockets of time in your day that you could start utilizing or you could start to make more time in your diary. So if you're someone who's got an online program is sitting there that you know you want that ultimate benefit of, why not just log in? 
why not just have a look at some of the modules instead of being too scared to open the email because you're like, oh God, it's going to seem like so much work. I've been there. I've done that. And I've actually started listening to online programs in my car as I go and do my driving to drop the kids off or wherever it is that I'm going, but I'm using that time to study. It's pretty cool. Or if you're wanting to start to make your marketing a bit more of a priority, why not pop it into the start of your day rather than the end of your day where you're just trying to hammer it out for five minutes and then get it out into the world. No, make it at the start of the day. Get it done first. Set a timer and make it happen. Or if you really want to podcast, maybe you'll need to come up with a way to get your family out of the house so that you have a quiet house to start recording in. In wrapping up this very first episode of the Real Fabulous Marketing Podcast, I thank you first for listening, but also I hope you realize that the very best thing you can do is to just start, to realize that probably the first time you do something, you're going to fall off or you're going to be filled with ums and ahs or you're going to have to retake the episode over and over again. But you just started and the only way you can start is to make time in your calendar or your diary to take the action forward. If you create the space in your calendar and give yourself time, that is time to be creative. And if there's anything missing from your marketing right now, it may just be a little bit more time and a little bit more creativity. And in case you haven't noticed, that is clearly what this podcast is going to be all about. If you have enjoyed this episode and you'd love to hear more, please jump over to iTunes and hit subscribe. If you've got a bit of feedback for me, maybe you can even leave me a review. I have so loved creating this episode as many times as it took, but at least I started. I can't wait to see what you do next. Until next time, stay fabulous. Hey there, I so hope you enjoyed this episode of Real Fabulous Marketing. I made it with you in mind. I was thinking about you while I recorded it. So I'd love to know what you thought of it. Come on over, find me on Instagram and send me a message. I'm at Miranda Ivy Media. And if you'd love for some practical and also quite easy ways to show up as the fabulous expert that you are, then sign up to my free seven-day expert visibility challenge. You just need to head on over to mirandaivy.com forward slash expert. And then I'm going to send you a whole bunch of daily prompts to start sharing your fabulous self with the world. Until next time, stay fabulous.